again, Freedom Junkies. Great to have you back for more Freedom Junkie Radio, the podcast that brings more freedom into our lives. Today's podcast is important for anyone who has health issues, a health crisis, anyone really, or for anyone who needs to detox, especially from something that was put into your body. And you know what I mean. Govinda Tidball is back from the Ministry of Health on Freedom Junkie Radio today to help spread the word about something that could give people back one of the things that makes us the most free, our health. This is going to be one to bookmark and share with loved ones. If you enjoy listening to Freedom Junkie Radio, please like, subscribe, and tell your friends about it. It's my passion to keep liberty alive for future generations. And my offerings are my songs, my books, and this podcast. I appreciate your support so much. You guys mean everything to me. You can see ways of supporting my work in the show notes. And speaking of support, Freedom Junkie Radio podcast. After over two years and more than 50 episodes of bringing more freedom into our lives, has a sponsor. I know uh, all of you know how important having some precious metals is at this point in time. And I'm so honored to be sponsored now by the place I personally buy coins, Chris's Coins. That's Chris with a K right here in South Austin, South Austin, Texas on Slaughter Lane. Now you can help support the show by stopping in and getting some gold or silver from Chris. Super friendly, great people. Tell them Betsy Dewey from Freedom Junkie Radio sent you and load up on your coins while your dollars are still worth something. And with no further ado, I would like to bring uh, back on to Freedom Junkie Radio, Govinda Tidball. Govinda, welcome. Um, hey, it's great to be back with you, Betsy. And I got to say a shout out to Chris. It's, it's nice to see people putting skin in the game and not just watching you know, from the sidelines. So good job, Chris's coins. Well done. Oh, he's awesome. He's the yeah. real deal. Real deal. Holyfield. Go see Chris. Yeah. Yeah. There's way too many people watching from the sidelines. We need more people in the game in some way, shape or form, because there's a lot going on and there's a lot that all of us can do. You know, um, we should stop looking for superstars to do everything. And we should all realize that we are all playing an individual role. And it's the little pieces that each of us do that actually makes a big difference. You know, I am completely in agreement with what you just said. And I'm seeing it. I'm seeing regular people like yeah. you and me who are doing what they can. And um, so you've been on here before. We've talked about important things. I don't know how much about the Ministry of Health we covered before. Yeah. Um, but the most important thing we're going to talk about, oh, who knows what the most important thing we're going to talk about is. I'd really just like for you to have the floor. We're going sure. to be talking about, you just go ahead. Okay. Well, we we do have a lot to cover and it is, it's actually, it's, Awesome, Betsy, to see the progress of Freedom Junkie Radio, because I think I might have been your second guest. And uh, and and just to watch this progression for the station has just been awesome. So that yeah, so we've all been in a journey. We've all been um we've all been coming up and continuing to grow individually. And in this whole process, we're all connecting with each other, with others that have like-minded like frequency, like motivations. And also this is a time too where we are seeing people that are maybe, they're not quite where they need to be in their own process. They're still trying to recreate the world just in 
in this space, and it's not going to work. The best way to move forward as humanity, as who you truly are, is to come into alignment with truth, and then to align your your spirit, your body, your mind, your soul, your whole being with that truth, because then you'll see clearly, you'll know what to do, you won't be operating in fear, you won't be operating in this low vibration, uh, you can couch it all you want, but but reality, the truth will always come come through, and and you can't you can't hide it, so you might as well be the real deal. Um, so part of this entire journey and part of um, this progression, yes. So the Ministry of Health has been going very strong. Uh, we've been doing a lot of things behind the scenes, and part of the 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 journey as well has been, which has been really interesting, has been who else has connected to this work as we've gone forward. And so um, we shared certain pieces that, you know, like the research team from around the world that connected to us, shared with us some very critical information around early on, around what was actually going on with COVID-19, the, the shots. This is our own internal research that we've discussed to, um, we have discussed this out. We've never had any pushback or blowback on the initial pieces that we've shared there, but essentially what we've seen and now we're seeing this manifest in people's health has been um, that these shots were extremely dangerous. Um, right now, this is what's in the public discussion uh, is, and you can see this from different researches that have come up out of the United States, out of Thailand, you know, the heart damages that are taking place to people that took the shots, uh, you know, one in 10 will likely unfortunately die within five years of heart damage from the shots. Uh, this is this is just out there. This is just factual research that needs to be addressed. And this we're is, allowed, are we allowed to talk about that now? I mean, because what, two years ago, it would get censored completely. You know, this is part of part of the conversation has to be because this is the culmination of now people are beginning to connect the dots because they know something's wrong. Right, they do know that something's wrong. They have all these outbreaks, these health outbreaks. So many people just raise your hand. Do you know somebody that has got some sort of mysterious illness in the last since 2020? I mean, so, and do you know somebody personally? Somebody that's a family member. So this is happening. This is not normal stuff. And so because of that, yeah, we we've you know, we've all experienced the AI censorship around this, but we are asking questions. We do need to ask questions and in equity, that no harm happens from asking a question. Why is this happening? Where does this coming from? Can we get a very good explanation? And the elephant in the room, what happened in the last three years that hadn't happened before that's happened in the last three years that potentially could be a contributor to um, what we're all experiencing now? Okay, yes. a couple of things. Um, a, this is extremely timely that we're talking about this because they're about to, the 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 pandemic is starting back up again, right? Do you yeah, you're aware? Well, yeah, and and you know the difference though is that is that this is not 2020 or 2019. This is not the time that we were in before, and um, and yeah, you know there is a, a necessity from the legacy systems that are trying to do this thing. They have nowhere else to go, so they've got to try to do to 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 do this again. Um, but the problem is that they have zero credibility at this stage um, for with, with anybody that is paying attention. So, you know, it's the 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 shots that they rolled out were a colossal failure. 
Do you remember when Tylenol got pulled from the shelf for like eight people getting sick across oh, yeah. the country and they pulled everything off of the shelf? No, it was that there was the Tylenol murders back yeah. in the eighties. Yeah. But they pulled everything off the shelf. You know, there, there was, there was, so how far away are we from that? You know, I mean, we are, we are so far away from oh, today right. with what we know about the dangers of these things. And yet in order to, for, for certain interests to be protected, what they're trying to do is shimmy this into certain legislative safeguards, either with the child vaccination schedule, which is, that's awful, um, or with just trying to, to hide and couch certain information for 75 years. Now, this is all stuff that's out there. This is, this is in the public. So this, this piece of the conversation is just circulating. It's just people have to connect these dots. Um, I wanted to but, jump in and say before we before we really get started that you and I are going to definitely be censoring ourselves because, um, uh, well, for instance, one of my most important interviews got censored completely. The only place you can find it is Rumble anymore. You're not allowed to talk about things that could harm a certain large industry out there. And so um, Govinda and I are going to be self-censoring um, if you want more information, we're going to give you the places you can go to get it. So there Good. you go. Yeah. So in fact, I'll, I'll say detoxamerica.us, detoxamerica.us. That is a place where you'll be able to get certain things. Like, for example, uh, the the research that was shared with us, the summary, it is in there. If you want to read it for yourself, go there. You can read exactly what is in uh, in the shots. It's in there. So just go there. And that's what's been shared with us. So this is our own research, or this is research that's been shared from associates of the ministry of what we do. And so we've, so we just share that there because that's the place we can do it. Okay, Govinda, a lot of people are going to see that uh, nice symbol you have beside your head there that says Ministry of Health, and they don't know what it is yet. They yeah. don't realize that it's what it is. They think you're involved with the government or something. Tell us really quick what the Ministry of Health sure. is. Sure. <clears throat> well, so the Ministry of Health is, in, in fact, you know, one, one aspect of the ministry. So when I got back to the States, um, one of the pieces around coming back, and I have worked with building systems around the world, and some of them with health as well. Um, when I got back, many of the doctors and healers that actually really genuinely cared for people were lamenting what they had to experience during COVID times in the States. And, um, and so many of them were asking, you know, like, for this, this is not working, because they felt like they were trying to keep people well, despite the system itself that seemed to be against them. And so that was really, uh, really heartbreaking for many of them. And so part of what I was uh, challenged to do, and you, you're very well aware of even those early days, um, was to look at how could we potentially have a change here in this country. And so part of that journey was looking at the lawful approach to it, looking at the systems approach to it, looking at why we actually have what we have in this country. Because in America, we don't have a healthcare system. I would challenge you that we don't have a healthcare system. What we have in America is the business of medicine. It's very different than a healthcare system. And if you want to go and look and look for yourself, go and check the top 11 uh, economies in the world and look at how America 
and these other countries. It's always 10 and America, 10 and America, grouped together on charts. We're always an outlier. And there's a reason for that, because the incentive of the system in America is not for health. It is for, it is for maximization of profit out of critical health incidents that happen. And so when you have toxic environments, when you have things that actually result in disease, that system makes more. So the incentive of the system itself is not for health and well-being. So, so part, and this is just anybody that does, you know, a couple of months of just interesting reading in this area, they'll find that for themselves. Now, the difference is, is that a lot of us here that live in this country, we do want to be healthy. We do want to be at our maximum state. We do want our bodies to work well. We want to be there for our kids, for our friends, for our communities. We want to be, when we're working, we want to be at our optimal state so we can get our work done. And then when we play, we would love to play without, you know, all these chronic issues that people face. That's that's how the body and the spirit was supposed to be while we were here in this life. You're not um, supposed to, be, you said that to me one time, you're not supposed to be aware of your body. Like if yeah, in an ideal state. I, I was, that's something I was told a, a long time ago is that true health was just being unaware of your body. It's like, you're, you're just, you're just doing because your body is there with you in this journey and you don't have this niggling, this, or this pain over here. You're just, you just, you are, you know, I am. So, so in that regard, um, the ministry itself, part of what the ministry is, and there's going to, there's so many pieces to it, but one of the simplest things around it is you've got people with a skill um, to heal some ability, some gift, some assistance that they can bring into, into the conversation, into the equation. And then you've got um, the people that need it and that would like it. And that, and those two, they, those are the only two that need to be connected. That's it. Everything else actually doesn't need to be part of that conversation. You just need those with the skills and the abilities to connect with those that need them and everything else can be left out of that equation. And then whatever does serve that purpose can support that, can be brought in subsequently if it's part of the overall. When you start doing that, you start creating tremendous efficiencies in systems and health and well-being actually starts coming up inside of people. Because really what you find is that, okay, for the business of medicine, a healthy person is a lost cause for them. Why? Because you're healthy. You're not going in. You don't need to go in. You don't, you're healthy. You're well. You are well. You're at your optimal state. Your mental health is good. Your physical body is good. That is a really bad for the business of medicine, but that is tremendous for a true healthcare system. Okay. Because, so yes. I want to jump in and say, because I really want to get to this product that can help people. Um, my description of the Ministry of Health is it's an alternative to our healthcare system, which is a private domain where healthcare providers and uh, and and humanity can come together. Where health is the incentive, not profit, and everything is private. There's nothing that's going to be shared with anyone about your health. It's 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 an amazing concept that's still in its infancy. But what you've been doing is gathering, people have found out and you've been finding these amazing people, whether they are healthcare providers or someone with what we're going to be talking about. Um, we've got lots of things we could talk about. I mean, even before we got on 
together and recorded today, you mentioned the weaponization of algorithms against these things. So that's why we're censoring ourselves. And so without risking asking the wrong question, why is it that that you needed to share something with the public today? What is it? Well, there, there's there are certain things that are already out there in the public, and those are the pieces we will discuss. So the pieces that we will discuss that are in the public that are well known, we we already see the attacks on our food supply. So that's very, very clear. We see, I mean, just even right now, everybody's trying to buy something organic because they know that their food supply is is not giving them the nutrition that they need. So they know that those are issues. There's issues around our food supply. Um, there are places that you can go to find out what's actually coming out of your tap water. Uh, let's see, ewg.org is one place you can go. You can type in your zip code there and you can see the, the chemical contents the level of toxification based on your zip code. Just go there and type in your zip code, ewg.org, find that one out. These are things that are out there. So you can see for yourself, now the air, just look up and see, do you have a spider web over the top of your head and what is in that, that, um, that spray that's going around in the air? So we've got our food, our water, our air. These are things that are just, that are um, not in a good way. Plus a lot of electromagnetic, um, pollution, dirty electricity, as well as 5G, all those things that are there. So there is a, and then there's the mental health side of things too, for a lot of people, because these inflationary pressures that are taking place right now, um, a lot of people are going to be struggling significantly in the near future, because when systems fall apart, and you'll see these in other countries where they've had systemic problems take place, when systems fall apart, um, a lot of people are not prepared within themselves. Even, even if they have the natural things in place, mentally, they're not prepared. So we've got to, as, a, as humanity, come together with each other, support each other, and move forward from the old into something new. But at the same time, we are very much seeing a lot of, of uh, pressures, if you would, on our bodies, on our minds, on our spirits, because of the environmental external things that are there, how much mental mental stuff is coming against us. And this is something too that I, I'm going to you know, call out a little bit of the alternative news community because what happens, we, we know we all have our questions about the mainstream of what's put out as a narrative and who's funding that narrative. So we all have that. But then at the same time, one other thing that we see is that the alternative media, what they do is they just... Um, they wait for the mainstream to come out with a narrative and then they just put out the opposite. And so they're constantly parroting and perpetuating and keeping this one side versus the other going. And that one side versus the other thing is not the dichotomy is also a trap. We should be saying, here's what is important to us. Here's how we are going to build what we truly believe in. This is how we're going to come together um, pull our resources, pull our talents, pull our abilities to then make the world that we believe to be true, that we know to be true. And we actually don't need, um, we, there's very little that we need from all of these detractors. They, they pull your attention and they have no answer and they have no solution. So even right now, I would, I would say, we've seen plenty of the stuff from the COVID uh, narratives for the last three years. Who is bringing forward solutions? I, I not, not just rehashing the same old shop-worn talking points. 
who is coming out with solutions? First of all, who's got true clarity on what's happened, how it happened, and then what do you do about it? So, I mean, one of the things about being early that that is kind of frustrating is you're very much alone because you're you're ahead. And we've and you know too, there's things that we put out early and we've shared even early that and then it comes out of the news three months, six months. I mean, in some stuff we're we're it's it's we're very early, but at the same time, the advantage is if you can take some action, you can take some proactive action, you can stave off a lot of personal issues and you can help people around you if you can get ahead of things. So for example, you know, we talked a little bit about, so this is down to detoxamerica.us. Um, there's about, I think there's a, there's a starting wellness matrix that's in there and it's, it's free to members. You can go in there and you can just read it, but there are just things that we know that help people that, that we know that are just general. I'll give you, I'll give you an example. This is something very easy. But something as simple as grounding, right? Um, if you if you ground, if, then that means get your feet in the dirt, or you can get grounding sheets or a grounding mouse pad for your computer, but it connects you with the earth. When your body connects with the earth, your electrical charges of your body neutralize. If you can get 30 minutes of grounding in it a day, just you will see a difference in your system. You'll see a difference in your body. You'll see a difference in your wellness. It doesn't cost anything. And it's scientifically shown. They've taken the blood of someone before they went grounding and after. Mm -hmm. And the blood cells are so much different looking 30 minutes later. They're all a, a, a separate from one another. And so it literally changes your frequency to go beyond the earth, which makes sense. You know that up until 100 years ago, we were always on the earth. We slept on the earth. We we're, we're earthlings. We we're, 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 we're earthlings, but we don't connect with the earth. You spend your entire day inside in tennis shoes, in sneakers, separated from you, even when you go out. So just these are things here. Here's this. These are just small changes in your life and your lifestyle that will have a big difference in your overall wellness and well-being. So Things like that, as we start to know what these, any one of these changes will give you time. They will give you, they will, they will help you to deal with the onslaught that is actually against us, against our, against our, our spirits, against our souls, against our physical bodies. So um, we've, there are some tremendous partners with the ministry that are arising with a piece. And that's what we kind of are seeing is that we've got different pieces and it's the bringing together those pieces into the vessel and making people aware of those and facilitating that. That's part of what the role of the ministry is, is facilitating these different things. And so, you know, as we're going forward, what's interesting is how much people can actually do that. It doesn't cost them anything. They just need to do it. Like your simple one. If, you, if you're hearing this today at night, please unplug your Wi-Fi from the wall and go to sleep. You don't need it. You don't need it while you're sleeping, but your body does need to not have its electromagnetic frequencies disrupted by this, if at all possible, while you rest. So let your rest be without that on in the house. Um, you know, one thing you can do, like it's First of all, leave your phone out of your bedroom. But if you are one of those people that occasionally take it in there, set your phone to shut itself off automatically so you don't sleep with it on and it's not disrupting you. 
right? Just, just do simple things. Start setting up your lifestyle so that your body and your health and your, your can actually, um, can actually function, can actually, when you, because when you rest, you need to be able to repair. When you repair, then you can do more. You know, there's some simple, simple things. Uh, activated charcoal is tremendous. Get some of that in your system at night. It'll take a lot of the toxins out. Uh, food grade, food grade diatomaceous earth. These are very cheap things, but they do a lot. So something's kind of a small price tag. Some things are. So with the ministry, you know, we've got people that have gifts that they are bringing in, sacred gifts that they're bringing in to make available to people. We've got people that have just knowledge that they are bringing to share that they want to get out to people. And so, and then in the middle of that, we're seeing in the backdrop of what's happened and taking place. I mean, Betsy, have you seen how many people are breaking out with crazy cancers right now? Yes. In all over the place. And not just cancer, but yes. in, in debilitating illness. Yes. And, and so in this regard, this is where the question should be asked, because no harm is done in asking a question. Where is that coming from? Because that wasn't around 10 years ago. We never had this type of breakdown in society all at once like this. Oh, and your young people are dropping dead. It's unheard of. Yeah. So this is this is kind of a little bit of a discussion then too on. So back to back to some of what was shared with us around the shots, um, which was the insane amounts of heavy metals. Um, the reduced graphene oxide and the toxins. You know, a question was asked the other day, what is in 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 your list of uh, Vs? <laughs> we, we want, this is again, algorithms, right? In, in, these, in these jabs, wh what is your favorite ingredient and what's the health benefit it gives to you? You know, so, I mean, when you start to just look at it on a simple level, um, really, this is not about health. These are, these are, medical rituals and there are medical rituals that that should be questioned because we're not seeing especially with the control group of so many people that didn't partake in that we're we really need to be asking some questions about safety efficacy and then who's responsible for those things to actually get out and be disseminated but in the meantime we need to start looking at how do we address a lot of people that are hurting right now so here's one piece that's very important um, these kind of things, uh, if they are what they, what, you know, what they seem to be, these are more like toxic chemical spills inside the human body as that's more the way that we would look at them at this stage. These are toxic chemical spills. And so, and, and the more of them that happen, the more debilitating to the people that they are. And so when we start to have to address this, we were having to address it in terms of, of, uh, of you know, that, of a, of, a, of a cumulatively damaging toxic chemical spill. And so now- Cleaning up that chemical spill. Yes. And so we've got to look in terms of how do you clean up a chemical spill inside of the body? Now, one other piece around this is the fact that, um, now here's the thing, when the body gets what it needs, it's got a really good chance of, of addressing things, but you've got to be proactive with it because if you're not proactive, if you're just whistling by the graveyard, then you are just letting this, this ticking time bomb continue to do what it does. So you've got to be proactive to address this. Some damage is done, but 
the sooner that you get on it, the better chance that you have to address it before you really get into critical states. So people that are, are not addressing these kind of things and are hoping for the best, it's, you know, that's, you should be proactive. So we've, we, okay. This so, is really interesting because I think that the Freedom Junkie radio audience, these Freedom Junkies out there, I, I don't think it's, I mean, the people that you need to reach are the people who got the jabs. And that too. I, well, here's another thing as well. And this is another part around this. We, these assaults that have been coming against us, and uh, I had a conversation with, um, I probably shouldn't say his name, but he's pretty well known and he's um, international researcher, but he was saying that some of the things around the clotting that was happening in people's bodies, he was seeing it as far back as 2015. So this is even pre-shots just because of the toxins that are in our environment. And so we're actually having significant exposure to a lot of things. Now the, the shots themselves were very, very damaging but and that was like mainlining this. But you know, we we were we were also exposed to a lot even prior to this, and that's why part of the the focus on Detox America is for people to start saying, look, we are we can deal with the reality that we are in a toxic environment at this point. So we need to start doing things within ourselves, and then come together to do things without outside of ourselves to improve the situation. But the first thing is you've got to take mastery over your own body. Okay. So what we're going to be talking about isn't just for people who need to clean up the chemical spill. It's the all of us because we've all accumulated a certain amount of toxicity. Yeah. That yeah. So we we've all because we've all been exposed. We've all been exposed to the water. We've all been exposed to um, you know, these these games they've been playing with the food supply. And we've all been exposed to um to the pollutions that are taking place in the air. You know. Okay. What's this amazing chemical spill cleanup? Well, there's it's 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 not just one thing, it's everything, right? It's lifestyle, it's the choices that we make, it's how even for mental and mental health, there's things that you can do. Um, and there are some some aspects to, and this is where there are some things that have even been brought within that are pretty powerful. And you know, we I'm very careful around you know making any kind of claim. So I won't make claims, but I, what I can say is from what people are feeding back to us and what they're telling us from what their experiences are around things that they're using. So one thing we know is that 80% of our immunity is in our gut. You can go and you can, people can go and check that. And the gut health itself is extremely important. And one of the things that's happened, especially with these young people that are just dropping with colon cancer and all the rest of that, the gut health of those people if it was examined, you know, if the if the if the biome of those young people is being disrupted, and the good bacteria in those systems are not able to, because you eat food, that food goes into your body. It is the the gut biome that consumes that food and then produces, you know, many of the nutrients that you need. So there's a symbiotic relationship that happens inside of your system. If that's disrupted, then now your body is not able to produce the kind of things you need for health and for well-being. So when if 80% of your immunity is in your gut, if your gut is off, then you're going to have some serious problems. So you've got to get your gut back into a right state. Now, there have been some people that have gone to some very big name brand uh, 
outlets and looked at the kind of things that are there and done research. And, you know, sometimes it's as little as 10% of the stuff they even have on the shelves have anything that, because after the process of the manufacturing process they go through. So even maybe at some stage, there might've been some benefit, but just the very process of most, um, most production, by the time it gets through those, those, um, the way that they make sure that the good stuff is destroyed before it reaches people. Um, so people are just the same with food, right? So we have to be conscious of the entire process from start to finish of how things reach us. That's why even the food movement with guys like Jim Gale and others out there, Food Forest Abundance, you know, back to taking the toxins out, getting close to the sources, making sure that we we do that so that we have a good chain of custody so that things that we do are actually reaching us in the right way and helping and having the desired result. So one, one partner, this is something we talked about a little bit off air, was um, with this living water. One thing that's very incredible there is just what that's doing for gut and gut health and also what that does in terms of off-gassing heavy metals. So, you know, this is again, too, where people are, their own experience of the gut turning around and then them seeing things clear up. So um, this is their their stories back to us. So that is just something that members are, say that they're really benefiting from. And it's something that, um, you know, strongly consider right now because of the, because of what's going on. Okay, so we're asking you to read between the lines here of what we're saying. Listen with your with your mind's ear. Um, so you mentioned something called Living Water, yep. and people can go and become a member of the Ministry of Health. Complimentary, no charge. It's and great. and there's a lot of there's a lot of information in there once you get in there that can be helpful. So okay, so what someone could do is go to the ministryofhealth.org. Or no, no you go, go, go to detoxamerica.us. Detoxamerica.us. All of this will be in the show notes. Yep. And sign up. You are joining a private um, entity that is completely contained within itself. And from there, you can learn about something called living water, which is helping people tremendously. What people are saying, and they're coming back to us with, is that they're, that it is, it is, one of the tools right now that that uh, that members are having good success in this issue right now around a lot of wellness crises that people are taking place that are happening with people because this is where too i in general we have the environment that we're in we're being bombarded on every side so we actually have to strengthen even from within inside of yourself so you know jesus said out of your bellies will flow rivers of living water. So, you know, it's, it's actually, it's even from within us that we need to be strengthened. And then from there, we're able to do a lot. So, um, so that is, that is one thing that is there. I mean, the, the whole thing around the, the gut, the gut biome that also affects your, your, um, it, it just affects so many things in, in your entire body and your entire well-being. And so it's kind of like, it's a foundational pillar for, for, I mean, have you ever had back pain? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So when you have back pain, there's a lot of things that you can't do because that is like a core to stabilizing your entire body. And so if your back is out, 
the rest of your day is God's. Same kind of thing with your health and your well-being with your gut and with the in inside of your body. So you need to get that strengthened and in line. There's a lot, it's like when people do a course of antibiotics, you are just ravaging um, all the good biome that you have within yourself. And so, yes, it may address certain pieces, but you're going to have to build that back up. Hey, I since you said antibiotics, I learned something that I would love to share with the entire world. And I've never had a, a, an opportunity to do so really. Strep throat does not require antibiotics. I didn't know this. Uh, we were always, you know, we've, we don't go to the doctor unless we're going to die. And one of those, you know, I'd much rather go to my acupuncturist or, or a nutritionist or a homeopath. Um, anyway, my 15 year old at the time is very susceptible to strep. He gets strep yeah. just about every winter. And we've done lots of rounds of antibiotics since he was little. And, um, I got really, uh, well, I call, I, I, he started coming down with it again. And I texted my friend, you know her, she's in the know your rights. And I, mm -hmm. she knows everything about um, just natural health and ways to, ways to heal things. And I said, what do you do when you get strep? And she said, oh, we use this extra strength colloidal silver spray. And she sent me the link. I will put the link in the show notes. It's available mm -hmm. on from Jeff Bezos. Unfortunately, that's where we get it. I, I'd like to find other sources for things. Um, and we went to the doctor, he got uh, tested. It was a raging case of strep. He waited to tell me until he was like, I can't swallow anymore. Um, we got the antibiotics, stuck them in the fridge and ordered this stuff from Amazon, extra strength colloidal silver spray. We didn't know how long to use it. We did it three times a day for the full 10 days that you would do your round of antibiotics. You can't overdo it really. So probably didn't need that much. It absolutely knocked the the strep throat out yeah. and i was incensed there are millions of prescriptions for antibiotics which are life-saving if you have something but for strep throat we don't need it and there's probably other you know anyway so there you go don't take antibiotics if you don't have to yeah it's it's i mean it's 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 true in the fact in the fact that there the 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 dynamic of people always just being willing to take a pill to make it just go away and actually not adding to their their arsenal there's so many natural things that you can do that the body actually stays in balance and when the body stays in balance your your whole your antibiotics is like using a bazooka you know, you just, you're just knocking everything out. Like it might have the desired effect, but you're also destroying all kinds of other things. And if you don't need them, you know, I, this is just how I approach it. I should say, I, I, I go with what is the most natural approach. And occasionally when, when there is the cost, because I've used antibiotics as well in the past, but at a minimum, you know, and usually around something very, very significant. If there is a place for all of these things, there is a place for, for, um, for a lot of things that are, that are Western medicine, but within balance, within reason. And there's so many things that we actually have access to around the world. I mean, you mentioned homeopathy. Homeopathy is the second largest medical practice in the world. And it's relatively unknown in the States. So 
It's, but there's a reason why it's the second largest practice in the world, because it's extremely effective, it's energetic. Um, and in fact, that's something, another important piece to, 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 bring, to bring up around is the energetics of our body. And there's more and more comprehension coming up now around how much it is the energetics of our body that affects your health and your well-being. The more that people have learned about disease and why people are getting sick and the kind of things that are helping them to recover, um, which is incredible, is that it's actually pulling people more into a study of energy than it is into a study of biology, if you would, because it's the energetic studies that are actually showing. And when those things are addressed, they're actually addressing the um, the the physical well-being. And so this even, even gives more credence to the fact that we are energetic beings that come into matter versus matter that got consciousness and became energetic. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. So there's more and more and more understanding that we are energy that took on this construct for this window to have an experience. And then the energy goes back and goes on and carries on. But um, that's even being shown by even this kind of an exercise of the kind of things that we're just uncovering the, the answers for. So I, um, yes, if you're out there um, and you, you need some help and you're having a wellness crisis, go to detoxamerica.us, get a complimentary membership, click on sacred gifts and go to get a look at the clearing dose, just read up some of the stuff there. Look at that. That's something to look at. Read the wellness matrix that's in there. That's There's some good stuff that's in there. And there'll be more information. The, the site's a bit thin right now, but as as people continue to screen and read through and make sure that things are good, we'll, we will put up more in there as time goes on. So what makes uh, living water different from other probiotics? Um, well, okay, I'll tell you a few things. One is that um, these microbes are trained to actually go after a lot of the toxins that we're exposed to. So you, they're actually trained specifically for that. So, you know, it's not a generic thing. It's actually very specific around what they're going after and what they're addressing. The second thing is it's in structured water. So, which actually is also ties into the electricals of our bodies and of our systems. So this is, it's, it's more of a quantum leap um, in terms of what, I would say probiotics are, you know, and this is, so we're working very closely with this particular partner to ensure that it's, um, it's what it needs to be for, for the specific things that we're aware of that people need to address right now. So, um, yeah. What is structured water? Um, so structured, so a lot of the water that we have right now is, is dead water because, um, the processing, the, the, the nature of it, what's happened to the bond angle in it, um, just it, water itself is incredible. Um, it has memory. I mean, you've seen the, the experiments around um, in Japan that they did with the water crystals when they froze the water. And if it was around, you know, certain processing plants, or if somebody said, I hate you, and then they freeze the crystal, you know, so, so, and then at the same time, when water is around certain environments, it, it produces beautiful crystals when it's, when it's frozen. Um, so there is an element that water has a memory. Water carries all kinds of things. So 
with structured water, part of that is actually um, the life going back into it and also the energetics around it. So you can actually establish the right charge for it. And that's part of what actually helps to balance our bodies. So uh, most people actually, the, the charge on their body, this is back to grounding, right? Why grounding is so effective for people. The charge on our bodies, we're actually not charged in the right way because of the constant exposures that we have. So addressing that is actually helping to for the body to actually balance. So, um, so structured water, you know, even for example, when your water's in the sunlight, you know, if it's just in the sun and it, it has that time, that will affect it. If you put, um, if you put a little bit of Celtic salt, here's something you can just do just plain. Berkey water filter, that's really, really good one. Run your water through there. Um, take from there, put a little bit of Celtic sea salt and, um, and then put that water in the sun and let it get the sunlight through the day. And then see what that tastes like. So do a before and after taste test, right? Taste so that it. would be a really tiny bit of, of salt. You don't want it just to Just a taste. little bit, yeah. And uh, you can also speak to your water and say, I love yes. you. Yes. Uh, peace, joy, harmony. You know, on my on my water filter, I have, um, I put on the top of it where I pour the water in, um, I put, well, actually, I'm trying to remember which one that. One of it says love and the other one says gratitude. And so I'm pouring in and drinking love and gratitude. Yeah, because you know why? Your intention, this is a very, very important piece for all of us to get. Your intention puts and creates with whatever you do. And you actually are drawing into your world wherever you focus. This is actually part of why there's such a goal to get fear-based consciousness out there. Because if you put your mind on fear, you will create fear. And then you will self-fulfill the creation of that because that is the frequency you're aligning with. So you will create a fearful environment. If you, so scripturally, perfect love drives out all fear. So if you are living in a frequency of love, forgiveness, gratitude, what will happen is you will see in your life more love, more forgiveness, more gratitude, because that's where your focus is. We are creative beings and we create whether we want to or not. That's just the nature of us as we create from the second that you wake up to the time you go to bed. And then when you go to sleep, you're uploading, you know, and downloading more. So, so be mindful of that because this is one reason why the legacy system does so much to try to grab your attention for the purpose of creation of their system because they can't create without you. You know, when the most powerful thing that we can do is just remove our attention from them. If you remove your attention from them, they have nothing. They, they, they have nothing if your attention leaves their system because what can they do? You, you don't care. You're not participating in it anymore. You are building that which you know to be true. And many of the things that they actually have that are priorities, they don't move if you don't look at it. So well, there's... Yeah. I, yeah. I've always wanted to, if something was mainstream, like if there was a television show everyone was watching, back in the day when I was a kid, I'm like, I don't want to watch it because I don't want... I called it the conformity box, the television. Yeah. Yeah. I And yeah. what's so fascinating is we are all... Um, infinitely creative beings, every single one of us. 
We don't have to wear shoes that anyone else is wearing. You can go make your own. Actually, people won't. I mean, I'm not going to. But you know what I'm saying? I mean, we could be a reflection of the divine in our own completely own way. And we tend to conform because it makes us feel good to to look to, you know, people don't look at you like you're crazy. You kind of fit in society or whatever. We, we tend to do that. Um, but this idea that when they put out a movie that is meant to shift the mindset of humanity, and it does, and you don't have to participate. Well, it's not just shifting the mindset of humanity. There, there are certain elements that are... Okay, let's go back to the law side of things. So in the world of consent, right, there is overt consent where there's consideration, an offer is made, there's consideration, you say you want to do this, and then you sign for it, and then now that that's done, right? Implied consent is when something is offered, and you didn't say no. And so the assumption is that you're okay with it. And a lot of the things that have happened to us have been done under implied consent. So movies is one way for them to message that they want to do something. And because people go and they participate in that, then those are also used as justifications for, yeah, they they foretold you and you were fine with it. You yeah. participated in it. You actually consented to it. So in this regard, this is why it's very important for all of us to to speak about what you don't don't talk about all the things you don't want what do you what do you want to create don't be negative say what's the positive thing that you want to make so for example i see a world of abundance i know everybody's talking about scarcity i see an incredible world of abundance on the horizon i see tremendous efficiencies the things that i know about that are right there on the cusp that are there that are available even if nothing else comes to them right now if just the people that I know about, the, the technologies that I'm aware of, you could triple the population of the world today. And we could take care of everybody at a level that is higher than most people could ever imagine. Today, with just what's known about just today. And I would challenge these guys, all these people that say the world is overpopulated, I just step in a room with me, give me an hour, you'll leave crying because I know what is possible. And I know what's available and I know what is being kept away from people. Too much greed, too much ego, too much selfish thinking. But humanity has the potential right now, right now, to do far more than it's ever thought about. We we have everything we need. It's so interesting. It's the opposite of a hoarder's mindset because it's like this idea of, oh, I've got 15 winter coats, even if you have five. Well, what if you just need two and you put those other three or those other 13 into circulation? 13 other people would have a winter coat instead of you hoarding it. But And there's a hoarder mindset amongst, you know, a lot of uh, awake people. They feel like, oh, I need to have more. And there's nothing we were, you know, you should be prepared. Absolutely. That's the Boy Scouts motto. Be prepared. Um, but with an abundance mindset. Like Jim Gale, you know, as you've been talking, Govinda, today for this um, time we've had together, I've thought of three different interviewees that I've had. You mentioned one, Jim Gale. Um, 
He is all about if you turned a portion of your lawn that you water mm-hmm. into food pr- production, we wouldn't be, there would be no tyranny because it's through the food supply that they have the ability to have tyranny. And you know, it's funny too. I had Jazz Davis on, we talked about having your gun and making sure you're more than one gun and making sure you know how to use it. Um, You know, 10 years ago, Govinda, it was almost a joke when I was talking to people about, oh, people are like, why do you need a gun? You don't need a gun. You live in a, you know, a safe neighborhood and you're, you know, you're not going to need it for self-defense. And I'm like, hopefully I never will need it for self-defense, but I'm going to hang on to them for the reason we have the Second Amendment, which is for in case the government gets out of hand and becomes tyrannical. And even 10 years ago, 20 years ago, for sure, 10 years ago, people are like, oh, like, right. Like that could ever happen in our country. And we are witnessing it. And there's still people who don't know. But anyway, then um, uh, have you met Cynthia Lamb? Okay, she's in circles around here in Central Texas. I interviewed her. She is all about um, gaining mental health in natural ways. Yeah. And, um, basically dealing with your trauma, which I know they do in homeopathy as well. Um, her thing is because she hears people like you and me who are, you know, I wanted to introduce you as a warrior for that for good. And we we do. We take on the mantle of we're going to go do this, fight the good fight, Right. She said, no, 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 don't stand against. This sounds like mm-hmm. exactly what you were just saying. What is it you stand for? Yes. Because there's so much more power. Because as soon as you say, I'm against the WEF, I'm against the UN Agenda 21, I'm against, then you're giving it power. You get, absolutely. 100% agree with that. Because you're putting your power and your energy now into that same place. So that's just adding more energy more focus, more attention, more creation, even though that's not what you would intend to do. That's what we're actually doing on an energetic level. Far better for you to say, here is what I believe in, and here's what I'm going to create, and here's what I'm going to do. So one thing that I do, um, I tell people I have this, so I call, I say, be aware, but not distracted. And so I have this sort of 1090 thing that I do. I 10% is my sort of awareness of sort of what's going on around me, but I put 90% of my time, my focus, my energy into building the world I know to be true. And as I do those things, what I see, the kind of things that are coming up, the kind of, even, even right now, just the fact that we're even having this conversation, it's because we've spent time building the world that we know to be true. And otherwise I could have spent all my time you know, railing about what this political party is doing or what that political party is doing or how can, can you believe that this person did this or watching some three-hour thing that doesn't mean anything, so dated and just people that are trying to draw you into their 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 attention trap. For what? You know, okay, you have my attention. Now what? You know, oh, no, 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 I just want to keep it. So here's another piece of clickbait. Here's another piece of, I I don't need that. You don't need that. We don't need that. What is it that we're going to build? What is it that, because we can build anything. This is what's beautiful about the time we're coming into. We can build anything. We can create anything. Uh, I have seen energy solutions that are incredible. I have seen reclam, like things that can be used to reclaim uh, land, uh, clean up, you know, all kinds of waste, uh, those kind of things and turn them into their original mineral forms. It's there. This stuff is there right now. 
not something in the future. Here, let me let me give you an example of these vested interests. Let, let's just look at it like this. Okay. How often have you seen every two, three years, somebody comes up with a car that runs on water, right? This is this has been happening since the 80s. This is not a, a tough thing. Just an observation. So you keep getting a guy that comes up with a car that runs on water. And then as soon as he's ready for production, files a patent, something happens, and then something happens to this guy. And then another guy comes up. Because you know why? The science behind it is not that complicated. H2O, two hydrogens, one oxygen. You, you split those apart. They're combustible. There is no... If you are if you are turning water into into energy for travel and transport, what harmful fumes are being produced by that? You know what this is the most abundant resource in the entire world. There's desalinization solutions right now that can make all seawater fresh to be used for something like this. So that's not an issue. Okay, but what does it do? It disrupts massive control constructs around transportation, logistics, and and that dynamic. Because everybody could be driving everywhere with just what comes out of their tap. So there are huge vested interests in keeping people from being able to have something, a car that runs on water. Or free energy. And, or had, free energy. Yeah, because, I had Dale Pond on and we talked about how that's available. It's totally available. It We're surrounded by it. And it's not just one place. It's like half a dozen places. It comes from everywhere. There's energy around us everywhere. And yet we're told that the only way you can get energy is pumping it out of the ground thousands of miles from the other side of the world and then transporting it across. You know, this it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous the kind of things that are actually there that are proposed as solutions. And based on that, people talk about scarcity. And so, so when we can't have an intellectually honest conversation, what we end up having is these people that they pay to control the conversation, they pay to control the narrative and the dialogue, and then they tell you there's a problem. And so therefore, be afraid, huddle up in, you know, in a tiny ball on the floor and cry your eyes out because somebody in some other place is out to get you. No, it's, it's, it's absolute hogwash. There is everything we need around us. All we have to do is stop looking to these people that have no answers, no solutions, wouldn't know an answer if it hit them in the face. We, we have it. The people have it. We just have to come together and do it. We have to come together. We have to stop waiting for somebody else to do it. And we have to come to the table and say, this is the piece that I have. What do you have? What, what do you need to make your thing go? Okay, what do we need to make our thing go? How can we work together to make everything go for everybody? You know, okay, food, water, clothing, shelter, medical, right? Transportation and logistics, a money system that is not predatory, that doesn't steal and extract from you just by your sheer nature of using it. So an actual true monetary system, communications that are clean and that people can have that are truly private, and where people can have a conversation and that go forward, it's not censored, not redacted, it's redundant and it works. Um, these are simple things. And by, by just solving these pieces and making sure that the required resources for those 10, 15, maximum, maximum 20% of what people need to put in to solve everything, 
for uh, we can do that and, and and then think of the abundance that's on the other side of that where people they don't have to work you know these crazy insane hours for energy that's free or or resources that are abundant or plentiful and so then they've got the time to actually learn something that's of value they can actually learn something they can they can progress in their own journey of life so we're we're I think people are just starting to wake up to the fact that they've been getting played for so long. That it's a slave and state, that we live on a prison planet. <laughs> they're just, But they're starting to see it because you know why? Because systems are breaking down. And as systems are breaking down, that they trusted in so much. And a lot of people, they don't know what to do without the slave master because they've gotten so used to being a slave. So a lot of people talk about freedom. Betsy, I, I don't think a lot of people actually truly want freedom. From what I've seen up until now, they will in the future. But you know, they're they, absolutely right. If if a bird has been in a cage all its life, you can't. If you open the door, it will not leave. It wouldn't know what to do. If it does leave, it will perish. Like you they said, like the idea of freedom. There's a lot of people that like the idea of freedom. You know, I know a young man who we were talking about liberty. This was a couple of years ago, and he looked at my husband and said, "You know what?" Freedom sounds good, but I don't think it's it. it's too much. Um, it's too much responsibility. Well, he, he brought up responsibility and at least he recognized that there is responsibility that comes with it. See, this is back to some things around health. Part of it is you've got to take some responsibility for yourself. There are people that will help you, but you have to take some self-responsibility. And in that process, you know, start taking that onus and doing the things that you you can do, and then you're the beneficiary of the actions that you take. So so often, what people want is they want to give the responsibility away to somebody else, and then they want to blame them when their world is not a utopia. So both of those don't work. You you bring the responsibility back to yourself. You make the best decisions and best choices that you can, and then um, and then you build up from there. But you don't when when we give our power away then people get very upset when things don't work out. And if you look around the world, it's not working out because these, these people that people have trusted in, they're, they're not out for their interests. Well, and stepping into our power is such an important part of, of self-actualization. You know, like as a child, as a little child, you are 100% dependent. Yeah. And you have to learn how. And I think that that, you know, those rites of passage that people used to honor, um, you know, like Native Americans would, you know, you'd go on your walkabout or whatever. That was, I guess, Australia. But you know what I mean? Go on your desert walk, find your song and come back a man. Or, mm -hmm. um, and for, for women as well, it's at some point you step into your power and say, I am responsible. In my book, Take Life by the Horns, that's the mm -hmm. very first thing. Yeah. You're going to take life by the horns. You have to say, I am responsible. And there's no reason you can't do that as a teenager. And so then what are you responsible for? And there's nothing that feels better than being a self-made man, you know, doing mm -hmm. it yourself. It wasn't handed to you. Yeah. You did this. And, um, and your failures are all yours. You get to own them. Those are the scars on your back. That's what you learned from. It's just beautiful. Life is amazing. And it's so much of the beauty of life has been, I want to say, almost taken from us by the nanny state. As long as we have someone 
telling us what to do and this is what you do and this is how you live and this is what you wear and this is who your friends are going to be and this is how you do life. You go to school, you get a good education, you do well, get a job, retire and die. And you, you know, it's all, that's what you do. And those of us who break free from it have, it's just a, I, I, I'm not, like you said, there's no fear. There's no fear. What do I have to to be afraid of? I'm not afraid of death, you know? So yeah. And, and, you know, this is, this is again, to part of, of let so many things that people are afraid of are imagined, mm, you know, totally. and they, and they, they create these things in their head that really, truly, you know, I, it's, it's funny for me because sometimes with some of the things that I've lived through or been, been in around the world, I mean, I've, <clears throat> I've been in the middle of civil wars. I've been in the middle of natural disasters. I've been, you know, gone into very uh, distraught places with, with my work when I was, you know, working in emergency management or, you know, long-term development projects. And, and a lot of times what I see even over here when people are talking about worst case scenarios and, but they don't really truly understand how some of these things will actually play out. And so even when they start to look at it, um, they're, they're anticipating these worst case scenarios, but the kind of places that, that they're putting their focus, if that actually ever happened, they, they, they're, they're, they're so far away from being prepared for those kind of scenarios. Like for example, you know, I think we talked a little bit about this on your last show, but have a few friends. You, know, you can have all the stuff in the world chalked away in whatever storage place you have. But if you don't have any friends that you can collaborate with and work together, if there's something that ever happens, you're on your own. And so it's better to connect with other people. It's better to, to, um, to, to help each other, to come together. So you're sovereign and you're strong in yourself. And then you also have other people with you that are part of that too. And you can be there for each other and help each other up and help each other out. There's so many things that we can, we can come through and come past if we just look out for each other and have a little bit of care and compassion for each other. You know, even, you know, even with, with most worst case scenarios, within a couple of weeks, the dynamic is very different in that exact physical location. And so in most situations, you can you can come to the other side of it if you just have some basic preparations and and you work with each other to help each other through that time. Because, you know, with whatever's happened, people, we do self-organize. We do work together. We do communicate. We do share information. We look out for each other. We bring our resources together. So, you know, there's a lot of things that are imagined boogeyman right now that are out there, but they're not real. And those kind of scenarios are not the kind of things that people will. Now, here is something that's very real. The currency collapse of the US dollar, very likely because of longstanding fiscal policy abuse, that's very likely to come back around this period of time. So that kind of thing, those are the kind of things that you say, okay, what happens when your medium of exchange that you're used to doesn't work the way you thought it would? And most people, they're so addicted to that money magic that they don't know what else to do without it. But that that's something, right? I mean, and, and how many people would just, they still want to hold on to that. 
What's true value? What are the kind of things that people can do to help each other? What kind of skill sets should we be bringing to, to, to bear to make it through some difficult times? But on the other side of it, knowing that the speed at which we can bring solutions in is the speed at which we can just, it's the difference between it being some big monumental, huge mountain or some tiny little speed bump. For whoever's listening, detoxamerica.us, go over there, get a complimentary membership, um, check out the living water, check out the, the healing matrix or the, the wellness matrix, I should say, sorry. And and just some of the other things, there'll be more stuff in there, but just just uh, connect over there. That's a good place to go. And um, yeah, get some of these things to yourself so that you can get some additional support for what's going on. Because we've, we've got to all get through these next periods of time and we need to use every tool um, that we can for maximizing our well-being. Yes, and especially with what they're throwing at us right now, you can fight it by being by being healthy and strong already. You need to be. So yeah. yeah, strengthen your mind, and that's another thing too. Just if you if you will, if you allow, if you let them control your mind and your thoughts, you're going to have the thinking that they want you to take control of your mind, take control of your thoughts, um, examine your thoughts. You know, make sure that they're in line with the way that you want to go. You have the power. The power is within you. The kingdom's within you. Uh, you are the guardian of your own mind. I read that this morning. We are mm -hmm. the guardians of our own minds, and that's so powerful. What can you put in there? Pick the books. Pick the books by the thinkers that you want and spend a little time each morning reading and then writing your own thoughts. What are my thoughts? You know, I don't just want to regurgitate the thoughts of other people, which is so common these days. Yeah. Well, there's, there's a few, there's a few statements along these lines. One is um, show me your friends. I'll show you your future. So, you know, there's, that's one, which is just who, whatever the company is that you keep, that's going to affect which direction you go. So that's one. Then <clears throat> two, along those same lines, scripturally walk with the wise and you'll be wise yourself, you know, so that's going to rub off on you. Um, but you know, at the same time, too, you know, it also says that bad company corrupts good character. So whatever you're around is going to affect you. Whatever you let into your mind is going to affect you. The kind of people you keep in your company is going to affect you. So be a guardian of that. Choose people that, because you can, you, you, you can choose. So choose people that are in line with the direction that you choose to go with your own life. Take that responsibility. Exercise that. Like Betsy said, pick some good resources to, to let strengthen your mind. Read something that's challenging, building you up in your mind and your spirit, edifying. Um, and, you know, yeah, I'm not going to tell people not to watch TV, but just do it with, with some reason here and there and switch it off, you know, when it, when it gets dumb, because it gets done pretty quick. And so I would recommend reading that uh, I wrote all of everything that I've ever learned in one book. And it's an easy, quick read called Take Life by the Horns. I will put that down there. Taking responsibility, choosing the company you keep is in there. Yeah. And uh, um, I look forward. I've never looked more forward to editing, going through. I don't do much editing, but I go through and listen to my interview and I pull out the snippets there's going to be so many good snippets from this one, Govinda. Hey, you gave well, lots it's, been, it's always a pleasure, Betsy. Um, 
Thank you so much. And a uh, shout out again to Chris's Coins. Yeah, I got to do that. Yeah. This, yeah, this Freedom Junkie Radio is brought to you by Chris's Coins in South Austin. Highly recommend going over there. Have a chat with Chris. Plan on purchasing some gold and silver and having some tangible assets uh, as we go into whatever is coming our way. And uh, this show is brought to you by Chris's Coins. However, you as the Freedom Junkies in the audience are what make it who it is. Please subscribe and share, tell other people about it, um, follow along and listen to, to, to more of these there. So far, I've been blown away by the quality of the people that I've had on here and the amount of information that I've been able to help bring together under one umbrella to bring people more freedom in their lives. So this, this one is under the freedom of uh, your health, when your health is yours and you're in responsibility for your health. And that is what the Ministry of Health is all about and Detox America dot, what was it? US dot US. Yeah. So Govinda Tidball, thanks again for Pleasure. coming. Thank you so much. Hey, bless everybody out there. Thank you so much. Okay. Till we meet again. Ciao. Govinda, it is the polar opposite of in in an energetic sense and a spiritual sense of big pharma big yeah. pharma 100 driven by profit not by bringing people health and it's well how much more can money can they make this is people are wanting to give of themselves and when we find those people govenda I, I just feel like we have to cling to them because they get it I mean, even like these guys with the the water, like part of, you know, my connection with them was was keeping them going because they were they were about to get crushed. And we sort of got, you know, God kind of just pulled us in there, stepped in, up stabilize them, get them, you know, into a little better situation and then just start because there's a lot of people that don't want these things to get out there. And now it's like, you know, even my conversation with them this last week was, um, you know, you're you're exactly where like I wanted you to be which is like you're at a space now where you know you're not there's not blood in the water and the sharks are circling you're out of the water now and you can you can think clearly and you can actually do some of these things but right now the best thing is that even with what we have with the water we're able to get it out to people I, some of the tools that I'm aware of right now are just incredible they're so good but you know, it's going to, it's going to take a budget to develop them out. And so, um, but I mean, I see the potential to be able to have operational stacks, you know, in months, not years, because so many of these things that the ground level has already been developed, it's just putting the pieces together with the thinking of how you want it to be. Um, it, it, Betsy, we're in an incredible time. You're gonna, you're gonna look back. People are gonna come back. They're gonna check these three shows, and they're gonna be like, "What was going on?" Yeah, it'll be amazing to look back. Okay. All right, awesome. Govinda. Mwah, thank you. Thank you, Betsy. Okay. Have a good rest of your day. Yeah, you too. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening, Freedom Junkies. And remember, Freedom Junkie Radio is now brought to you by Chris's Coins in South Austin. That's Chris Coins, K-R-I-S-C-O-I-N-S dot com. Go see Chris and get yourself some gold and silver, something that will hold value. See you next time. Ciao. Do math even work.